Hey everyone, we have a fantastic episode for you today. Doug and Brad interview Christy Graham from Samaritan's Purse concerning the crisis in Ukraine. Christy is the host of the podcast On the Ground with Samaritan's Purse. After the episode, we highly recommend subscribing to On the Ground. If you want an inside look into the work of Samaritan's Purse, particularly now in their response to Ukraine, you will definitely want to check it out. Doug, Brad, and Christy discuss how to make a difference even on the other side of the world. So let's go mad. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Go Mad with Doug and Brad. I, Doug, it is good to be back in the studio. I was out in Arizona last time. It's good to be with you and Jesse this morning. What a sacrifice that was for you <laughs> as it was as the ice storms were raining down upon us here. You were in the 78 degree I took one weather. for the team, man. Brad I took one for the team. A servant. <laughs> Now, today's going to be a little different episode, uh, mostly because we're focusing on being an ambassador in a time of crisis. And the specific focus today is on what is going on between Ukraine and Russia and not talking about political stuff or anything else. We're talking about how we can be ambassadors in this situation. There are practical, simple things we can do to be part of what God is doing over there. And I have to tell you that when we were uh, growing up, Doug, there was one place we went. We went to Disney. Mom and Dad took us to Disney, and there was oh, this yeah. one ride that had uh, – now, I'm talking adventure, thrill-packed, action-packed. It's a small world. Oh, That's my, right. I mean – My heart was racing. You get over and that. over. You get in the boat and – it's a world of laughter. We won't sing that much. Well, it's, no, um, you know what? Now we're going to have a lot of people who want to get even with us because that will be in your head for the rest will, totally of the will. day. Do you remember that there was there was um, back in the day there was actually a toilet paper where you pulled on the thing and and it started doing the "It's a Small World" song. It's possible you're making Some, things up at this point. I promise. But, um, I, I promise will, it was a thing. Yeah, absolutely. It's a small world. That's why I bring that up because we learn through world events like this that really we are much more connected than we may think right off. I, even. For us personally, uh, my uh, sister Lisa, our sister Lisa, who was on a recent episode, and her husband Rick, they are reaching out to students at a Ivy League school here in the States that uh, they're Ukrainian students and Russian students who are just feeling distant and afraid and they trying to focus on school when all this is going on back home. There's different friends of ours that are connected to other people in Ukraine. I have a good friend of mine who's connected with a lot of the Iwana leaders over there. And so we are excited to be able to talk some today about how we bring this small world together and how we can be ambassadors. But I, I am really excited today to with the guests that we have. We'll, we'll start speaking with Christy Graham in just a few moments here um, from Samaritan's Purse. Um, one of my favorite ministries, an awesome ministry that I love giving to that is always right in the heart of being God's hands and feet in the middle of crises. We'll talk about that a little bit. But I, today we're going to talk about, you know, we we love to spend time on the podcast talking about how can we go mad? How can we go make a difference and be an ambassador for Jesus in whatever our situation is, whatever our circumstances is? And you can, yes, be an ambassador for Christ even in the middle of, of a struggle like it's going on in Ukraine. We can make a difference in the lives of those suffering very stressful and dangerous 
circumstances. Man, it's easy to think it's someone else's problem over there, but as representatives of Jesus, we are in this together as we do what the Lord tells us to, as you know, we mourn with those who mourn, we rejoice with those who rejoice. We're in this together as parts of the body of Christ, members of the body of Christ. And believe me, there's a lot of members of the body of Christ in Ukraine who are suffering the same thing. God has made it possible through technology, um, through things like social media, um, and podcasts even. There are many ways that you can make a difference, that you can be an ambassador for Christ, even in these times of crisis. As we were, were talking about this uh, this morning, Brad, what popped into my head real quick was from Matthew 25. Remember where Jesus is just completely, he did this sometimes, he completely confounded, confused his disciples because he's saying, hey, by the way, when when you visited me in jail, mm. when you gave me something cold to drink, you were doing that to me. Uh, Jesus, wait a minute, I don't remember being in jail. Is it, what's going on? Yep. No, he said, remember you, when you did that to the least of these, anytime you did that, you did it unto me. And this Jesus truth is so simple. It's the first one that my son, when he was like four years old, learned. I remember he came up to me right after we were talking about these, um, this scripture. And, and he said, Daddy, here I've got a toy I want to give to, um, to someone that needs it. And I said, oh, why do you want to do that, son? And he said, because when I give this toy— to him, I'm giving it to Jesus, really, right? And I said, that's right, son. I was so happy. And he said, um, but are you sure he likes Legos? <laughs> I think. I like that. I do, I do think so. So we're going to talk this morning. We're going to get into this here in just a moment here about how we can pray for and help people who are, who are the least of these in the context of being in the middle of a really awful struggle. So we're going to bring in our special guest now, and I have to tell you, what the, the things we're going to talk about today, please, whatever you hear, don't have the mindset, is that all I can do? Because what we have to realize is when we each bring different things to the table, whether it is through prayer or whatever it is, that is important. And we're going to now bring in Christy Graham is with Samaritan's Purse. She actually hosts their podcast. It's called On the Ground. And uh, she is doing an amazing thing, helping tell the stories of what God is doing. And if you're not familiar with Samaritan's Purse, well, you've probably heard of a lot of what they're doing, but you've also probably heard of Operation Christmas Child and different ministries that they're involved with. Maybe you've heard of another ministry pretty closely connected, the Billy Graham uh, Evangelical Association. I think, you know, maybe some people have heard of that. They're all doing an amazing work, and, and Samaritan's Christy is Purse, part of that. Samaritan's Purse is, is like you mentioned, Opera's Christmas Child, the, the shoeboxes, Christmas, and all those right. awesome things. Um, so, Christy, we are really excited for you to be here today. Yeah, welcome to so, the program. Thank you so much for being here. Christy, can you tell us a little bit about what you do with Samaritan's Purse? Sure. As you mentioned, I get to host the podcast, which is an honor and a privilege. Um, and as you mentioned, Samaritan's First is a Christian relief organization. You know, we work all over the world. Our goal is to share the gospel. That is the, the main reason, but we do that by giving physical aid. Um, and so the vehicle's different. Like you, Operation Christmas Child, most people have heard about, but we do work here domestically in North American ministries after natural disasters, um, but we are also all over the world. So um, international projects, but the whole purpose is to share the good news of Jesus Christ. 
Amen. I, Christy, we follow closely what you guys are doing, and we have been getting emails just the past couple of weeks of what you guys are doing um, in Ukraine and in that area. But let me ask you this. Uh, before we get to some of just some of the practical things you guys are doing, what are you guys uh, – how are you feeling about things that you're hearing, and what are you hearing from what's happening over there, the, the reality of just kind of what life is like right now? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we had been monitoring this, you know, weeks prior to the invasion, and we have over 3,200 partner churches within Ukraine that we've been working with for over 26 years. You know, we've been working in Ukraine. We've sent, I think, over 12 million shoeboxes to the country. So we have long-lasting relationships. And as you mentioned, you know, we've been talking to our church partners. You know, it's hard to hear what they're facing, but let me just say the joy uh, that they have despite what they're facing. You know, Romans 8 has just come to mind, you know, that, you know, nothing can thwart us. We are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. And so those are the reports we're getting. Um, we had an Operation Christmas Child shoebox leader uh, send a note or a video that they met after a night of intense bombing. They are serving. They are being the light of Christ. You know, they didn't want to leave because they want to help God's people, their people in the midst of this crisis. And, and I know I was going to share this later, but one pastor said, no matter what happens, we will never stop praising God. And then he said, and during the time of prayer, he thanked God for the opportunity that they've been given to serve his people. And so, you know, it just reminds me of, you know, there's many passages where that was Paul's prayer, you know, that to live is Christ, but to die is gain. And I'm thankful that I get to share this hope with people. So we've just been overwhelmed by hearing from people on the ground and we're grateful to be able to join them. You know, we did send a hospital a couple of days ago, they're in the midst of setting that up. And so we are co-laborers with them in this crisis. Wow. Christy, um, boy, you've said about eight things there that totally <laughs> blow me away. Are you telling me that you, you said after a night of some of the worst bombing, our brothers and sisters in Christ were getting together still and, and going through a discipleship um, program or or a Bible study, that is, it, boy, it's so easy to get living in this great country we live in. It's so easy to get so comfortable, and um, I mean, we'll we'll miss a uh, we'll miss a, a Bible study because we stubbed our toe or something. That is <laughs> that is just amazing to hear. Can you tell us a little bit um, more about this this field hospital? That, because I, I would love for people to get a really clear idea of how incredible this ministry is, Samaritan's Purse is, and, and get a clear idea of, of what you guys do in a physical sense to meet those needs. Can you tell us a little bit more about the, the field hospital? Definitely. And I think this is something a lot of people didn't know about until COVID hit. You know, we were able to set up a hospital in the middle of New York City um, in Italy to respond to COVID. And so I think that kind of brought more awareness. But we've been doing this for a long time. We can set up a tier two hospital loaded on our DC-8 cargo plane. Um, It's Mm. in cartons and containers. And it's really like a puzzle that they are able to put on a plane, take it off and set up a, a legit hospital that's able to have operating rooms, ICU. I mean, it has everything you need. Um, And again, we tailor it to the response. So whether it's an Ebola outbreak or cholera or COVID, as I mentioned, or like this is more of a a trauma. We have two, we actually had to send some additional um, 
to be able to do an extra operating room um, because that's the need here today or in the oh. Ukraine response is more trauma. Um, so yeah, there we're able to send doctors, specialists and set up a real hospital, be able to take on acute needs, but also, like I said, big, big surgeries. So they're able to do about wow. 30 minor surgeries per day, 14 major <sighs> surgeries. I mean, this is take on a hundred patients per day. So and again, as we're seeing more needs on the ground, we are sending more supplies to be able to stay long term as long as we need. Oh, my goodness. The, the, you know, the shoe boxes are an amazing ministry. But you guys are doing some amazing on the ground stuff there. I mean, that to, I, I don't think I knew that you guys were even able to do surgeries there. That's amazing that you guys through all the logistics and everything that would have to be have to be worked through that you guys are doing that. I'm just amazed. Yeah, Christy, I what's going through my mind is, uh, and we're going to, just so everyone knows, in just a few moments, we're going to ask Christy how people can be praying for the situation over there, for all that's happening right now. And she's going to give us some very practical things. And as I mentioned before, don't for a moment say is praying all I can do. And it's not all you can do, because I'm going to ask her something else here. But what, what I want you to know is that as I'm sitting here, I'm picturing, and I get a little misty here right now, because I am picturing right now that some of these children, that we're hearing of loss of life of children uh, over there, and that is, it's devastating to us. And to think that some of those children may be holding on to a teddy bear or one of those Jesus little lambs, that Samaritans purchased and through Operation Christmas Child to them in their hardest of times, and that they may have read the gospel through something that was included in one of those shoe boxes. People have no idea the impact that a small packing a shoe box can do because this is the moment you mentioned all the ones that got handed out there, the different partner churches. It is a practical, real thing. And then to think that with the hospital, that there are going to be people who literally have their lives saved because of someone who is the hands and feet of Jesus, who, who is going into harm's way. And it is it, it really is, it brings it closer to home for me. And I just want to ask you, what are, so people know, if they're like, wow, I didn't know all this was going, how can they partner with you guys? We know there's lots of organizations and even other ministries doing things. But right now, Samaritan's Purse, we're very familiar with what you guys are doing, and you are an organization of integrity. We want to know, and I think our listeners want to know, how can they partner with you guys at this time to be an ambassador in this time of crisis? Well, for this response specifically, obviously prayer is so important. It is critical. It is on your hands and knees for our, our Christian believers, for protection, for our team. Uh, but you can also get involved tangibly, you know, on our website, SamaritansFirst.org. Uh, if you want to get involved, you know, to join our disaster assistance response team, obviously we need medical care workers, but we need other electricians. You know, we need so many other people to help make this happen. And we are going to be there a long time. This mm. is going to be a long-term response. Mm. We also have teams on the borders helping as people come in and, you know, with non-food items, with food, with formula, lots of ways that people can be praying um, and serving and giving, but yeah, and also financially supporting. But uh, but also, as you mentioned, the Operation Christmas Child, I'm really, my heart is heavy for this program because I have watched kids that received a shoebox or as a child, but now they're adults, 
you know, that have now moved into this country. One of my favorites from Rwanda. I mean, he, re- he received it, carried it through war-torn, you know, as he fled countries, carried his items, but more importantly, the, the hope that they found in Christ. So, so a lot of things are proactive. You know, these seeds have been planted a long time ago. As I mentioned, over 12 million shoeboxes have gone into Ukraine. So seeds have been planted. And then the story I shared about the church, they're doing the greatest journey, which is a 12-week discipleship course that we give out to our church partners. So as you receive a shoebox, you get a devotion called the greatest gift. And it just introduces you to Jesus, introduces you why we're here. But then they can go on to this 12-week discipleship course mm. that all of our, our trainer, you know, they're trained to do, our church p- partners. And so that's what they were gathering to do, was to continue their lessons. They didn't want to miss a week. And so it seems so simple, a little shoebox, but that, that gift-filled box gives more hope than we even know and think. And when things get hard, that's what they're clinging to, is their hope in Jesus. So Operation Christmas Child is obviously year-round, ongoing. You can start collecting things now, start praying over your items, because know that these are like arrows, you know, that God is sending uh, to penetrate hearts. So important work year-round. Yeah, and to our listeners, thank you, Christy. To our listeners right now, let's be real, folks, that we are all about going and making a difference and being ambassadors. So one way you can be an ambassador, go check out SamaritansPurse.org. Follow them on social media. Some of the things you're going to see there and some of the experiences you're going to have as you see what they're doing with boots on the ground there is going to be, it's going to touch your heart. So SamaritansPurse.org, that's one way. I, another thing that I love about Samaritan's Purse is if, if you're listening and you're just you're just becoming familiar, you've probably heard of Samaritan's Purse already, but if you're just getting familiar with them, this is a, a unique situation because it's not like you have to, well, first you have to become a Christian and then you get help. That is, it is not that at all. It is whoever needs help in whatever circumstance you're in. And then if someone is open to it, I love that. That's a great way to put it, Christy, that it's arrows pointing people to Jesus. And that's what all about what ambassadorship is, is, is when someone is at their most hurting or in their greatest need, that we just love them, period, because that's what Jesus did and what Jesus does. And then we can say, by the way, we have this amazing Savior. Uh, Christy, you brought up prayer. I'm going to ask you one more question here. You know, I, it's crazy to me how when when things are getting really tough, sometimes we go, well, I guess all we can do about it is pray. <laughs> we go, this is, you're, you're bringing your requests to the throne room where the universe is governed, the creator of billions of galaxies who has the power over life and death. That is who we're bringing these prayer requests to. So, could Christy, could you just give us some specific ways that we can pray for Ukraine? Mm-hmm. Of course. And as you mentioned, we, we are there to help everybody. Um, and that we're based off the Good Samaritan, you know, that, that we help people in the ditches of life and we, we lift them up. We give them the, the physical help that they need, but also the spiritual and the ongoing. And so prayer is so powerful. My husband was in the military deployed many times, saw the power of prayer uh, times where literally his life was saved. He's over there now with this team in Ukraine. And mm. so I know, you know, the power of prayer that, um, 
So first of all, you know, obviously pray for an end to the conflict. You know, we are praying for our the decision makers involved, you know, both President Zelensky, both President Putin, pray for decision makers. Um, and obviously we know as Christians, there will never be true peace on earth. You know, Jesus said, peace I leave you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives. Uh, nor let your heart be troubled. Do not be afraid. You know, Jesus is the only true peace here on earth. Yes. Um, I mean, this, this war is, is from sin, from the fallen, broken world that we live in. So pray for peace. And that is why we go. We go to share the gospel in the ditches of life. And so mm. pray for those peacemakers that are going. You know, pray for our Christian partners. And as I mentioned, you know, some are literally praising God for this opportunity because mm. hundreds of thousands of people are coming through their doors that wouldn't have otherwise. And now they are able to, pastors are becoming cooks. They're becoming mm. whatever they need to be to help love these people. So pray for our Christian brothers and sisters that are truly fighting the good fight um, and pray for the people of Ukraine. I mean, this is traumatic. You know, our, our team, as they landed, they landed in Poland and then they drove the hospital into Ukraine. And as they drove past the borders, I mean, they literally watched men walk their families to the borders kiss them goodbye and turn around because they're not allowed to leave. Only women and children and men over 60 can leave the country. And so families are being torn apart, whether they're literally have lost family or they're having to say goodbye. So pray for these children and these innocent people caught in the crossfires that literally their lives have been ripped apart. Even if they're safely crossing the border, they're not safe from the trauma and the effects of this. So that is why we have people at the borders to love, hug, pray, you know, give them things that they need as they are depleted um, from their journey. So lots of prayer points right there. But again, your prayers are not in vain. You know, we have an, an inter intercessor, Jesus Christ, that yes. is interceding on our behalf. And even when we don't know what to pray, uh, he does and he sees it. And, you know, I always think of Genesis, you know, 50, 20, what man meant for evil, God can use for good. Amen to accomplish his purposes. And so I'm just praying for our people like Joseph that are um, bringing hope and bringing good out of the situation and eternal uh, life out of this. So please be praying. Christy, I'm, I'm just blown away by so much of this uh, to hear that, that uh, like, like Paul did when he was in prison to hear that our brothers and sisters in Christ are praising God for an opportunity to bring him glory in this incredibly difficult situation is really amazing. What we love to have you do, Christy, if you'd be willing, is to, as we talk about prayers, we talk about ways people can be involved, would you lead us in prayer, us and our listeners, just for uh, Ukraine, for the ministry that's going on right now? Uh, we would love if you would lead us in prayer. I'd be honored. Father, I thank you um, that we get to freely talk about you share your good news. And Father, um, we just pray right now over Ukraine. I pray for the people that are broken and hurting and have lost family members and are just hopeless. I pray that um, they will hear about the hope that we have in you, Jesus, that you loved us so much that you sent your only son to this earth to die and to save us, Father. And that is the hope that we have. And that is the hope that's going forward. So I pray for our Christian brothers and sisters as they their light is shining bright in this dark time. We pray that you would continue to fuel them with your word, that they will truly see you as your help, as their helper and deliverer, that they can give hope and encouragement during this dark time. And so we pray for them. We pray for protection. 
Lord, we pray for Samaritan's Purse as they are literally building the hospital right now, hoping to take patients as soon as they can. I pray for favor and I pray for safety and, and protection over them as well. And Father, I just uh, think of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego going into the fire, knowing that my God can save me. But even if not, I'm going to go in there. And Father, lives were changed because of their faithfulness. Their king was uh, brought to you because he saw their faith. And so I pray that that would happen now, that mm. Christians, their faith in, in you, Jesus, would be so bright that people would come to know you. Mm. Um, and so, Father, we just pray over this situation. And Lord, I know that, that man can't fix this. This is a man-made problem, and, and only you can. So we pray for, for peace in you uh, to come over this country. But Lord, I just pray that Christians, that you would just uh, prick our hearts. Help us to be prayer warriors and just help us to be sensitive uh, to your to your callings. And as we um, turn to you, that we would just be humble and obedient and that we would truly want to go make a difference in our own communities yes. right around us, but also praying for those across the world. And Father, we thank you that you allow us to be a part of your work. You don't need us, but you allow us to be used by you. So we thank you, Father. We thank you and pray that you would go with us now in Jesus' name. Amen. And Heavenly Father, we want to lift up as uh, we're listening to this together. As people are hearing this, we do want to lift up Samaritan's Purse as well. You know, our heart as a ministry, Ron Hutchcraft Ministries, is all about sharing hope. And that is why we connect so well with Samaritan's Purse, because they are about bringing hope in very practical, tangible ways. Would your hand of protection be over their team? And would you open doors for them to bring the hope of Jesus to others, Lord, during this time? And uh, we just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Christy, thank you so much for being part of the podcast. I want to encourage our listeners to go uh, subscribe, not just to ours, that's great, but uh, On the Ground. Uh, we uh, encourage you to go subscribe to the On the Ground podcast because you'll get to hear some other updates there and stay up with things even more. So thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. Thank you to Christy. Samaritanspurse.org to, to make a difference in that way. Christy, thank you so much. Yeah, and until next time, to all our listeners out there, remember, go, go mad. mad.